FM Rewind, Bao eighty eight point one. Area code. We are joined by Naledi Chira from the EFF, who's going to be speaking to us even further um, about, you know, the EFF's discontent um, with regards to what Mamuluko Kubai um, has said. Uh, how are you, Naledi? Hi, Mtigi. How are you? I am doing quite well. I mean, um, you have, you know, as the EFF vehemently opposed the claims made by uh, the Minister of Human Settlements, saying that, you know, um, the government is not constitutionally obliged to provide housing for individuals. What does that mean then, right? If the government is not obliged to provide um, housing for individuals, um, what are they supposed to do? What's your take on the issue? Look, remember, the access to shelter and housing is a constitutional right, right? So that means that each and every person in South Africa is entitled. It's in the Bill of Rights, which means you are entitled, not even a privilege. It's actually one of our primary rights, essential rights, in fact that should be accessible to everyone. It's like the, health to, the, the, the right to accessing health care or accessing education. E-housing and shelter falls amongst those kinds of rights. And she is incorrect to insinuate that that's not the case because even the Constitution is very clear on government responsibility on providing shelter or housing for our persons. That's why there's even a ministry called Human Settlements, you know, to address that particular uh, uh, point. In... in, in, in in number 26, Google Bill of Rights, it even states about the fact that, for, ex- for example, that the government or the state must make about legislative efforts to move in the direction of ensuring that everybody has shelter or, or, or housing. So even assuming or stating that the, the state or the government has no obligation or no duty to ensure that people have shelter is something that is sadly very, you know, abhorrent and very ludicrous at best. Um, because it firstly highlights the fact that we are stuck with a government that is isolated and divorced from the needs of the people. And secondly, that there is no political will to solve the issues of this country. And in fact, housing is among, you know, housing is in the top stats when the Center was conducted in 2022 that highlighted that out of the 55,000 people who are homeless in the country, 46% of those actually reside in housing. And that requires legislative response. It requires a political response. It requires the Minister of Human Settlements to respond and make about means to ensure that that is not the case. And by asserting that the state is not accountable, she was actually saying that she will not address the issue of homelessness, that the ANC government will not address the issue of homelessness because they are divorced from it. So beyond those assertions within the ministry, they are highlighting a very high thing in the fact that politically they have not prioritized or they are not involved in issues of resolving the issue of homelessness. And obviously, about homeless are some of the most rejected in our society. It's people who are plagued with depression, people who are withering away to drug use, people who need social intervention, who need political intervention. And to hear a minister say that the most detested, the most downtrodden in our society the most vulnerable that are the people that they are not willing or will not cater to because they are not constitutionally obliged to, even when they are, is actually a red flag in the, in the highest sense. Mm, mm, I hear you. I hear you. Then how does the EFF propose to address the issue of homelessness and inadequate housing um, if it was to assume a more prominent role um, in the government? I mean, there's many aspects that we look into as the EFF. I think if you got access to our manifesto as well, you know, we, we have a chapter particularly on human settlements, right? So we outline our plan, how we plan to go about it. And among some of the things that we, we speak about, you know, is about 
our intention to provide quality, spacious houses, right, with a minimum of three bedrooms to all the people, uh, and that these houses will be located within sustainable human settlements, right, not with Ibagotala, with Malay. And we've demonstrated this capacity with all the programs we've done of handing over houses to the elderly, to child-headed homes, and to, uh, you know, in various provinces, I'm sure you're aware of such programs of the ends that have done to demonstrate what kind of houses we envision to provide for our people. And second to that, the EFS, because we, we, are, we, are a, we, are a, we are a political party that believes in eradicating the triggering system, and we also believe in industrialization, right? We are also stating that as a, as a governing party, a social housing company should be established in each province by the year 2026. And the fact that we will amend the Social Housing Regulatory Agency, uh, SH, RA, I think, beneficiary policy to include student accommodation uh, as part of social housing by 2020. So it's a multifaceted approach um, that we have in our manifesto to rule out and to locate different members of society in their specific needs. We outline which legislative efforts we'll put in to make sure that those things happen. We outline even innovative ways of going about it. For instance, we also say that, that we will enforce integration of of smart technology in all housing development by the year 2027. So these uh, commitments we make with states that are attached to them so that you can hold the government accountable because we've moved past the era of, uh, you know, just saying a commitment and not truly committing to it. So we are going to give a free education, but I wish would by what here and by which program that you make that a reality. The EFS Manifesto provides that kind of comprehensive, um, you know, a, 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 a route. And even in more detail, when we are about to launch the Houting Manifesto, the EFS Houting Manifesto, on the 2nd of, of March at DOPCV, right, we detail in each region, in each district, how we turn about going to outline the issue of providing housing and dealing with the issue of human settlement within the province. So everything is comprehensive, it is scientific, there is no hogwash, you know, the consultations have been done with society, with experts, um, you know, like for instance, on the issue of informal settlements, we propose and fact, we commit that the ESF government will rezone all informal settlements by the year 2027, right? And, 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 and even beyond that, we also are proposing that we will subsidize housing finance for middle income earners, you know, including in minimum wage. So there's a comprehensive report and a comprehensive... Mr. Lady, I think I'm going to have to cut you short um, because right. um, of time constraints. Um, right now it's half past on the Valfam News Clock and so we are having to head into you know our news headlines shortly. But thank you so much for engaging with us. I mean, I'm going to try to have you know another time so that we can speak even further yeah. um, about you know some of the housing policies in which we have and you know the discontentment that you have with the, um, yeah. uh, uh, with the government that is currently ruling SA. Just lastly, I want to say you are all invited to Dobsonville on the 2nd of March for having municipal launch. Now you must be there. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. I'll, I'll make a plan. <laughs> thank you. Area code. FM Rewind. File 88.1.